I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey y'all, thanks for listening in again. I want to talk about love in this episode. Um, I think when the New Year's come about, people usually have some kind of resolution or, you know, this year's motto is going to be, they might not say motto, I don't know. I don't know the lingo, okay? But um, I didn't necessarily mean to have any of that kind of stuff. I'm kind of just, let's see how it goes type of gal. But uh, but God really, um, I don't know if it was the beginning of this year or late last year, but really gave me this verse that I think I've already had mentioned before. Um, Hebrews 10, 24, and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. And if you talk to me in person, you've probably heard me quote that verse a hundred times. If you're telling me a problem, I'm like, let me tell you about this verse. Okay. Um, for me, you know, I was, and again, I might've said this before, so you might know what I'm talking about specifically, but basically, you know, I'm in this situation and I'm feeling like, I'm handling things pretty good because I'm keeping my mouth shut and I'm just not engaging and I'm not arguing and I'm not losing my temper. And, you know, if the other person wants to act like that, that's on them, but I'm not going to act like that. And I got convicted <laughs> from the Lord because the Lord's like, it's still not loving. <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it's so loving because I'm keeping my mouth shut. Like, I'm not saying anything. What do you mean? Um, I'm showing mercy right now. And God's like, that's not... It's not what I'm calling you to do right now. And that's not mercy, by the way, but good try, Nicole. And so what he had to show me was, um, you know, I was stonewalling the person, which I think is a, a way that we tend to dysfunctionally handle a situation. If we're not blowing up at somebody, um, we are just going to stonewall them and uh, and then keep it in and then end up being resentful and bitter and things aren't solved and either we're faking it like, oh yeah, everything's good between us or we're like, you know, look at me and die. But either way, we're not really reconciled with that person. So um, God had brought me that verse Hebrews 10 24 and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works and so I think that is something that I had to really stop thinking about myself and my rights and you know um what justice was and and all these things do you know what I mean have you been in a situation like that uh where you're like hey I like truly legit am the victim here okay <laughs> like why why should I be you know um enabling somebody's behavior or all these things because we think that if we love somebody the way God calls us to that means we're enabling in the, their behavior which I think God calls us to use wisdom and discernment so yeah there's like certain things that we're not going to do that's going to enable somebody's behavior um and we can still you know in a healthy way resolve things with somebody by using our mouth um but a lot of times we don't consider that person and really see how God has made them and really see how God views them and how much he loves them specifically. And then we definitely ain't trying to love that person in that way, you know, because we're like, they're our enemy. God, will you please smite them? Thanks. You know, um, we're we're not treating them as somebody that God made and and loves. And so what we end up doing is... Um, not, you know, being nice because we're, we're selfish. We're concerned about, about ourselves. 
what Charles Spurgeon said about that verse is, uh, he said, I am afraid there are some who consider one another to provoke in quite a different spirit from this, who watch to find out a tender spot where a wound will be most felt. They observe the weakness of a brother's constitution and then play upon it or make jests about it, end quote. And I think whether you're, you know, doing that in your conscious or subconscious, it's still in your sinful flesh when you treat somebody that way and when somebody hurts us or treats us a certain way, that's the way that we tend to treat the other person. Because we're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, screw you. I'm not dealing with this anymore. And I'll, I'll show you or you're not going to make me feel small. I'm not small. <laughs> you know, or whatever the case is. And, you know, it's about your rights and justice to you and drawing a line in the sand. Um, instead of saying, God, what do you want me to do in this situation? What do you want me to do in this relationship? How can I provoke that person, not in a sinful way, but to love and to good works? We know that God is love, and the Bible tells us what the good works are. And we know that those are only capable, um, we're capable of those only through Jesus inside of us doing those things. Uh, so when we provoke our brothers to love and good works, you know, the best thing we can do is show them the light of Christ and the best thing we can do is say, like, how can I provide an environment um, with my words and who I am and, you know, what I'm doing in these situations that would provoke them in a way of love and of good works that would provoke them closer to Christ? That if they're not in a right relationship with Christ, whether they're, you know, saved um, and not living right or if they're uh, lost how can I provoke them to love and good works to see who Jesus really is and to want to know who Jesus is? But what do we do? We usually provoke them in such a way that they're like, I hate whatever you're about, <laughs> you Christians. And I'm, I'm not saying that in all the ways that you might think I'm saying that because I think if we even speak anything that the Bible says, it's like you Christians, you know, and that's not, that's not it. The Bible says what it says. And God's word, you know, I believe God's word is true and those are God's words. And so I'm not going to believe something is okay if God, God's word speaks against it. And if somebody wants to call me unloving and I don't want anything to do with your Jesus, that's not anything personal to me because it's just what God's word says. Does that make sense? So don't back down from what God's word says, but I'm just saying that you need to do things in such a way that is going to provoke people to love and to, to good works. And that doesn't mean not speaking the truth, though. Um, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7, it says, Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up, doth not behave itself unseemly, seeketh not her own, is not easily provoked. Ugh. Thinketh no evil, rejoiceth not in iniqui iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. So a lot of those things, you know, when it says is not puffed up, is not easily provoked. Uh, okay, do we not struggle with those things when we have an issue with somebody? Beareth all things, endureth all things. Yeah, right. We're like, <laughs> I'm not putting up with this crap anymore. Thanks. <laughs> you know, so we definitely are not long suffering like the Lord is. Um, he endures and has endured so many wicked evil things from us because he loves us because you know the bible says the kindness of god bringeth us to repentance and so it's not because he's telling us in an in um 
endorsing things that are untrue and unbiblical. Uh, he still is the truth, but he's patient and loving to us during these times. And he's still shining the light, right? He's the light. Uh, but as followers of him, we should be doing the same. And I think, you know, I'm afraid we get so caught up in ourselves and our own rights and what we're easily offended about and, you know, how that person looked at us the wrong way or, um, you know, that person talks to me ugly. I don't put it up with that stuff anymore or whatever. And I'm not saying like, hey, you should just be like, yeah, you know, talk to me however you want. And I love that <laughs> or anything like that. But like, you know, you can still show them by example what God wants us to do and say, hey, Carla. I don't know anybody, Carla. Hey, Carla, how are you doing today? And I go kick rocks. Okay. You know, well, I hope you have a better day. <laughs> Okay, I don't know what you're going to say in that situation, but uh, you're not you're not going to fight the flesh with the flesh. You know, our our war is not against flesh and blood, but the principalities, right? So we have to make sure that we remember if God is the center um, and He's the purpose of it all, His ways are higher. He can handle all the other stuff. Me getting offended and my rights and all this stuff isn't really conducive. To the will of God, like it's not going to help bring people closer to Christ. Does that make sense? I'm kind of talking my way through trying to make sense here. <laughs> so if somebody talks to me nasty and I turn around, I'm like, who do you think you're talking to? I ain't going to put up with that and, you know, whatever, which is what we naturally kind of want to do. Or we just avoid that person, right? Then God's not going to be able to use us to provoke them to love and good works, to be in a right relationship with him. Uh, because we've done got in the way and now it's about us. Uh, do you agree? Do you disagree? Galatians 5.13 For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but by love serve one another. Don't we do that? We have this right. We have this mouth that opens <laughs> and says things and then we use that freedom to be saying what we want to say. Um, or act in the way that we want to act. And that's not why God gave us that liberty. Not to serve ourselves. It's to serve one another. In love. And so, you know, th this is Pride Month, right? I mean, it's a touchy topic for some people. And I don't agree. I don't agree with, you know, the homosexual lifestyle. I don't gr agree. But, you know, also the Bible talks about a lot of other sins that's just not only the homosexual lifestyle I think sometimes people just want to be like that's the sin but they don't want to talk against the sin of like getting drunk or you know sleeping around heterosexually <laughs> you know whatever like there's other things that if you're going to speak against something make sure you speak against all things but you know right now this is kind of a lot of the uh, things in the headlines you know with target stuff you know just just the things that are being taught in schools and all sorts of things and I don't I don't agree with it it goes against the word of God God says in his word I believe I believe God is who he says he is and I believe his word is his word and so if I'm saying I believe these things and I'm saying I follow Jesus Christ then I need to 100% commit to that I think it's confusing if somebody says hey I believe in God Jesus is my Lord and Savior but hey who am I to say something is wrong. Well, but if the word of God says it's wrong, you can't act like it's right. You know, you have to understand that and, and what ends up happening when we 
we don't speak when, especially people ask us, um, or if somebody's like, yeah, you know, aren't you going to wave the flag and support all these things? You know, we want to say, well, we want to love our neighbor. That's what God says. But God is also wanting us to truly shine the light in the darkness and to truly say what God's word says. And that's what Jesus did. And that's what all his apostles did, right? They opened their mouth and they said, you know, but, but they weren't nasty about it. Um, I think the only time you saw Jesus speaking harshly was to the Pharisees, and that's because they were being hypocritical. Uh, they were not living what they said, uh, or they took God's law and then took it to a whole nother level <laughs> and was like, and by the way, we're going to add these to it, and we're going to look super holy about it. And so that's, you know, God's like, uh-uh, don't do that to my word, right? But when when Jesus, when the apostles spoke to other people, you know, the woman at the well, did she ask him <laughs> what his opinion was and things, you know, but he's like, Hey, let me, let me show you the way of the living water. Like what's really going to quench your thirst here. And, and by the way, don't you, don't you have five people you've been sleeping with? Okay. That was like grossly paraphrased by me. Um, go check out that story in John four. If you haven't read it already. Uh, but it wasn't because he was trying to shame her, right? He wasn't like, you piece of work. I can't believe you. You should feel disgusted about yourself. Or you wicked harlot, you're going to hell. Like, he, he wasn't like that. The whole purpose of his interaction with her was to show her the way uh, to have abundant life here on earth, to have her sins forgiven, and to, to be in heaven, it was to reconcile her to God, to really give her water that would quench her thirst. Not talking, you know, physically, but spiritually. And so that is what our what our purpose in life is is to do, is to point others to Christ and to a right relationship with him. And we should follow the way that Jesus did it. But he used his mouth to speak. He spoke up because how, come, how can people know if, if a preacher doesn't come and tell them, right? That's another Bible verse grossly paraphrased by me. So we have to be willing to use the word of God to open our mouth and to let the Lord speak through us so that people would be in a right relationship with the Lord or, or have that opportunity that God would use us. And that doesn't mean everyone is, you know, going to respond in a nice way or be interested or anything like that. And that's their choice. You know, God gave us free will. That's their choice. You know, we don't condemn people and say, well, you're going to hell or anything like that. But we say like, hey, this is what the word of God says. Do you want to know more? You know, this is how you can be right with the Lord. We're to provoke, to love and to good works. And, and, you know, gosh, why are we fighting with our brothers and sisters in Christ? It is so dumb. <laughs> But it's like we forget that we're supposed to be working as one body, unified, of one mind, one accord. And that's that's how Satan, you know, gets us to not work together because we're fighting with each other. So I think, you know, take a minute to examine your heart, have some self-reflection, write, write it down on some paper if you want to, you know. Who are some people that you have conflict right now? Is it people in your family? Is it friends? Is it coworkers? Is it neighbors? You know, who... Who are the people that you're struggling with? And, you know, there might be some, like, real gross offenses that have happened. And, you know, that's between you and the Lord and how all that's handled. I'm not saying that everybody needs to be hunky-dory. You know, there's some hard situations. Um, however, you know, God says in the Bible that if at all possible, we should be at peace with all men. And so when it comes to you, especially if it's over silly stuff, you know, how can you make it right with others? 
Sometimes you might need to ask their forgiveness, even if you feel like you were not the one in the wrong. And that that way, like when you're right with people and you can provoke to love and, and good works, you know, people are going to be able to receive what you're saying a lot more easier than if if you're just being, you know, a stick in the mud or somebody who's just always offended or fussing or quick to get an attitude because I don't know if we just feel like we're stronger if we're like, I'm going to take up for myself, you know, meaning those things. But you, you just end up, I think, quenching the spirit and not letting God lead and not doing God's will because you're concerned about your own will. I, you know, like I just said, I have been uh, in those struggles. And what I had to do is see the person as the way that, you know, God made that person and God loves that person intensely. And the worst thing I could do is, it, you know, to God is to fight with that person. And if I really love God, then I really need to love the people he made and I really need to show them and make them feel loved and do when I act towards somebody I need to act for their best interest um not because I'm their mom but because like God loves them so if I love them then I'm going to do the things that you know is going to show the most care for them and that can be challenging right in first John 4 9 through 11 it says and this was manifested the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. So just remembering, you know, where Christ wants our head to be. So next time you have an interaction with somebody, you just think, how can I love, how can I love this person the way God loves them? And how can I provoke them to love and good works? And how can I provide an environment that's like nurturing to them? And that would help them want to be right with the Lord because that's what's going to be best for their life. And you know what? Selfishly also, though you're not supposed to be thinking this, if they're right with the Lord and they start seeking the Lord, they're probably going to treat you better. (laughs) I'm just saying. Um, That shouldn't be your motivation. But there's always fruit that comes from doing it God's way. And Christ showed us what love is, right? We don't know love apart from Christ. He was the ultimate sacrifice while we were yet sinners, right? He chose to die on the cross for us to pay the penalty for our sins. We don't know Christ apart from the word of God. How, how would you know who he was and like what he did for us and why would we need forgiveness and all this stuff except the word of God said it. So we can't condone or do the things God's word speaks against and claim to follow Christ as well. I think it's really hard to want to be accepted in this world and everybody's calling everybody a bigot about everything. It doesn't matter. You're probably going to get called a bigot anyway. So just stand for the truth. Don't worry about what people want to call you. Don't act ugly. But if if you're standing for the word of God and you don't agree with something, don't agree with something that God is against. If you want to truly speak of love and truly know what love is, right? Get to know Christ personally as your savior if you don't. And if you really want people to know what love is, speak to them about Christ. Everything this world has to offer not only falls short, but leads to death and destruction. And we are really being unloving by letting people live a life that is leading them to death and destruction and not saying anything to them about it in the way that Jesus would. Look at all the examples of how he talked to people. And I know a lot of people say, well, he he ate with sinners, so... uh." What's the problem? But the reason why he spent time with sinners is because he was calling them to repentance so that they could get right. He knew that 
they needed they needed a savior. That's why he spent time with them. He didn't spend time with them and kept his mouth shut and didn't, you know, help them get to, to be right with the Lord. He spent time with them so he could share with them the way, which he w- he is the only way. So just remember that too. Like quit making excuses <laughs> for everything. Jesus is love. Jesus spent time with sinners. Just live love through your life. You don't have to say anything. That's not biblical. Go read your Bible. I love you. It's I know it's confusing. Like that's what everybody's saying. Everybody reads the internet and you know, you, you can act like the Bible says something. But like you gotta actually go read the Bible. Love is not what the world knows. Love is Christ. Remember that, especially in this month. Remember to show people what true love is. Love is not love. Love all the things and whatever and nothing has meaning anymore. And things are never what they were meant to be. Because these things do lead to destruction. And God, the way that he shows us is what produces fruit and what's best for our lives. So don't be afraid to tell other people about what God's word says so that they can see the light in the darkness and so that their life might be recovered. If you really love somebody, that's what you'll do. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all next Monday.